it's a new moon, it's a new moon. That's my original song, it's a new moon. How are you, Nicole? <laughs> Is that oh, that, was, that was a beautiful intro, so that's definitely... Maybe I'll just... That's I'll in. just go off the books and try to make a new intro for this podcast every episode, and we'll just see which one sticks. I actually got like that idea. I think that that's a good plan. So... Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. This is for let's, your conscious consideration. Let's let's get into this conversation. Yes, this is for your conscious consideration. I'm Candace. I'm Nicole. And today we have a pretty, we're hoping a pretty light conversation. Girl, we try. We, we try, try, you guys. We don't really like the the whole light and easy type of thing. Candace and I definitely like to go, to go in <laughs> rough. We like it rough. We like it raw. Tina Turner reference. So it's going to be slow and easy. We like it rough, right? Something about that. Big wheels. Okay. I'm just in a singing mood now. So this is going to be, if you guys want to drink along, this is drink musical. every time I have a pop culture <laughs> reference or try to sing during this episode. Maybe that's going to be the theme for today. But yeah, we are in a that. lot of different energies right now. And as you are knowing when you're listening to this, we are going back to, it's just me and Nicole on this call today. In this episode, we just got done with doing two incredible live recordings of the podcast, which was a beautiful inspired kind of divine action and idea that we mm-hmm. thought of. And we tried it out and we have just been so uh, incredibly overwhelmed in the best way with support and totally. love and action and like intention and interest from the people who have been listening um, and on the call and participating, especially in the live podcast. So special thank you to yeah. all of you guys out there who have been with us since the very beginning. This is still the beginning. This is the totally. beginning. Drink. RuPaul. Drink. You got it. So drink for that. But yeah, so thank you again for that. But we're doing it just today. And this is going to be a fun episode. I'm excited. This is, Nicole, you're, you're in your space now. I'm in, I'm in my wheelhouse today. It's been a while since I've, I mean, I'm always talking about astrology, but it's been a while since I've dove in to astrology for others rather than just myself mm. and doing that energy report. But I think it's so beautiful because the past few months have been, I have just taken a complete step back from my, my public world, I guess. And just Mm -hmm. the podcast has kind of been the only, only place I've been showing up uh, publicly, which has been so nice. And I think that that is in alignment with today's energy report. Anyways, like Mm -hmm. everything that's been happening. Yeah. It's just like in alignment with taking that step back and tapping back in. So I mean, why not? I mean, I'll just get into it because there's lots to talk about. Yeah. So today I'm like, technically not today. Yesterday was the new moon in the sign of cancer. And we're still within that energy because the moon, the moon stays within a sign for like two and a half days. And the, the energy of the new moons and like kind of the big, the big moons stay with us for about three days before and after. So you can still kind of work with the energy that's happening now. And so, hmm, where should I begin? I feel like a huge, 
one of the most prominent things about this moon is the fact that it is in the sign of cancer and it is last month we already had a new moon in the sign of cancer which is unusual it's like I was tripped up. I was like, didn't we already have one of you new Cancer mm-hmm. Moon? And now just to, to go, because I was looking at my little moon calendar. So by the time yeah. it actually comes out, the moon's going to be in Virgo. So mm-hmm. Leo Virgo. So we can work with that too, because yes. we're going to be listening to this all at different times. Um, totally. So this is for like current times when we're recording, but also just in in the bigger scheme of like the moons and the energies and reading those. So mm-hmm. just a yes. disclaimer. Absolutely. And another disclaimer as well is I think this new moon is, I'll get into this of like the, the access of cancer and Capricorn. So every zodiac sign has like an opposite sign. And so cancer, the opposite sign of that is Capricorn. And so in astrology, there's those, these like axes of polarity and In astrology, they're usually utilized for balance. So you look at the opposite of the sign to find the kind of weaknesses and strengths within that sign. And so Cancer and its polar opposite Capricorn, this axis we have been kind of dealing with for two years. There have been so many prominent astrological happenings in the sign of Cancer and Capricorn that just keep unraveling. And it makes so much sense. So just in like that idea that no matter when you're listening to this, just know that right now, what's today's date? July 21st, 2020. This is kind of like the the grand finale almost of Cancer Capricorn Axis Mm -hmm. and this like wrap up of these themes and these energies. And of course we will still have cancer and Capricorn influences going forward it's they don't go away but there's this really big energy wrap-up that is being in astrology a lot of the time it's called portals so this portal is Mm -hmm. kind of being wrapped up and we're stepping into a different lens taking this energy and using it with different signs which is another thing of astrology I love yeah question because I've been hearing this floating around is this another one of the Lionsgate portals like there is because Leo because now we're in like we're getting ready to or in Leo technically also now yes a little bit yes line the Lionsgate portal is during Leo season and I believe it is the eighth was because I remember there was one that was like 11 what was that one there was oh there was 11 11 wasn't that another portal <laughs> yes usually so there's there's like Dr. Strange. How many portals are we working with right now? <laughs> Seriously. No, but I think there, there are constant, constant portals happening. The Lionsgate portal, usually when there's like astrologers talking about portals, it has to do with the significant numerology of the dates. So the Lionsgate portal, do not quote me. I'm like 90% sure that Lionsgate portal is August 8th. So it's 8-8. And that's what mm. makes it like a portal. It makes like, it's kind of like an alignment of numerology, the planet mm. Leo is there. And so 1111, it wasn't the Lionsgate portal. It was, it was something else. Some other portal. Yeah. I do, but yes, I do remember numerology. I, I can fuck with. So yes, um, I know you love bit. numerology. Mm-hmm. Love it. So fun. It's, um, it's so fun. But so, yeah. Okay. So yeah. So in, actually, I'm like in the light of trying to also keep this succinct which 
I'm getting better at. So I think right now we have this new moon in Cancer. It's the second one within a month, which is unusual, which I think is just perfect because what else nothing right now right is now? typical. Yeah, exactly. Like to think that anything is going to be typical is naive of us. So when I even in my newsletter, I at the beginning of the month put uh, like insight for a Leo new moon and then like two weeks ago I was like wait a second there isn't a Leo new moon this month which is strange and you were like, like redacted I yeah guess. I was like just just kidding although what I think is beautiful is that the information that came through like while I was channeling that information it was in alignment with the cancer new moon I just called it a Leo new moon because I thought logically it would be a Leo new moon of course, so, our brains just want to be like, no, it should be a Leo new moon. Exactly. And so I love that because astrology, this is another, and we'll mention too, uh, Chani Nicola, Nichols. Is it Nichols yeah. or Nicholas? I'm like, I always want to say Nicholas, but I'm I want to say Nichols. Chani, Nichols, yeah. Chani, if we said it wrong, let us know. I know she's listening. Yeah, but... Chani, please personally <laughs> reach out to me and please tell me how to appropriately say your name. So I have your contact information and I promise you, I will never misspell it again. Exactly. It's, this is Candace, by the way. Yeah. This is Candace. This is Candace, by the way. You know where to reach me. <clears throat> Any who, back to Chan. But yeah, this, this conversation around astrology and uncertainty and like, I thought that just because in the past, this was supposed to be a new moon in Leo because there's like that level of certainty to astrology it was like nope there's no certainty to astrology so let that go like stop trying to cling on to certainty even in astrology because for me astrology has always been like the tool that I'm like that's my anchor at least I can come back to that I don't I don't believe that it's like 100% the problem or I mean the reason behind everything's happening but it's totally my anchor it's totally my like sense of purpose and my reasoning right. behind things so I loved that it was like eh, just kidding like pulling out that certainty for you this we have another new moon in cancer oh I think a lot of us can at least agree to the um feeling of having a lot of certainty pulled out from under us on the things that really was a foundation for us before so holler mm-hmm. to all of those feeling like that yeah there's there's but, always I think that's like there's always something that can be improved impro- improved upon or just changed or just shifted in anything so as much as we want to believe that there's so much that's certain literally nothing is certain and that's what we're learning now and it sucks but totally green so it okay, sucks but it's no it, that that's in alignment with the actual getting into this so cancer let's talk about cancer we'll talk a little bit about capricorn because we do have some influences in that so mm. to begin with like the new moon usually I'll tell you what it typically means it is about setting new intentions kind of starting new cycles it's a new moon is when it is the moon is next to the sun essentially Mm -hmm. in between it or in between earth and the sun and so it's a dark moon it's the beginning of a new cycle you plant seeds you set intentions however that's kind of thrown out the window for now and not really what's happening and like we can still so right now to utilize just the new moon without even thinking about what sign it's in or any of the aspects that are happening this new moon is really a 
reconsideration, diving into something you have been trying to deal with and it's just been struggling, like you've been struggling or being challenged by something and it's to approach it again. You have like another opportunity to be like, okay, wait, let me take this and maybe approach it from a different angle. And so it's setting new intentions, but it's setting new intentions based on kind of a theme or something that you've been dealing with just once again, it's like a renew. Yeah. And so then if you bring in the sign of cancer and this, this cancer Capricorn access to me, so cancer is the sign of home and nurturing. And I really, it brings me back to my heart cancer. It's like cancer season always brings me so deep into my heart and cracks me wide fucking open it's like what is inside of you that you've been ignoring what are you trying to push down what are you trying to like suffocate and not deal with and cancer is like let's no no no, like pull that out like we need to dig into that we need to become aware of that and so as I said oh also I guess it's it's fun to mention you guys say it along or share with us later I'm a cancer moon so this is Candace I'm Sagittarius and Nicole helped me and we can get into Nicole did my first ever like chart report, energy report, chart reading. So really it was like my, my teacher and still is my teacher to this day for astrology. But so I'm Sagittarius sun, cancer moon, Scorpio rising. And Nicole is all Pisces. <laughs> Almost. You're just Pisces. You're I'm a, a lot of Pisces. The majority of all my planets are in Pisces. No, but I'm Pisces sun. Gemini moon, Pisces rising. So I do have, I have that Gemini moon in there that doesn't balance me out. It just adds to the chaos of what a Pisces is. But girl, you know, I'm dealing with it. Living with a Gemini, I'm like, you guys are truly a breed of your own. So we are. um, We are. No, but But yeah, yeah, I love the cancer. I have a question. Do you think that, do you think that there was any connection because there was two cancer moons that that even like that past month was almost like an open and a closed type of cycle? Yes, absolutely. And so there's been like this, so uh, to put that in, so cancer being also to me is such an archetype of mother, like the divine mother archetype Mm -hmm. and Capricorn being the polar opposite is like that divine father figure. And it's, so Capricorn, I'll bring in some Capricorn energy here is like Capricorn is structure. It is authority figures. Mm-hmm. It is. So I always see like cancer and Capricorn axis as nurture versus nature. And so that mm. that's a huge topic that was in being a biology student. We would constantly question right. is, is it nurture? Is it nature? Like we use that in psychology too. Yeah, huge exactly. Topic. Like a huge topic. And I, just I did not think I was gonna cross mm-hmm. all my fingers. That just like freaks me out. It gives me like the a quiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nurture versus nature. That that is like the age old debate. Which one is it? And I've always come to you can't have one without the other. And that I think ca- Cancer Capricorn axis shows you that you need to have divine mother, divine father. Divine mother is that nurturer. You from the beginning kind of teach and learn and are able to go through and then nature is that structure that was put there from the beginning it's like what you have to deal with it's the rules it's the authority figure and so this past month i feel like has been that like 
finale of these two themes going back and forth, trying to find a balance, trying to find what what we nurture and then what we just kind of assume is authority and what we think we're supposed to listen to. And so this past month, especially, has been so much digging up and we've been talking about this, like digging up those roots, just kind of examining what we thought were the structures and what we thought we didn't, we were just kind of like, no, like that's the way things happen. Like, right, it's cool, all that stuff. So this, this month has been an opening up of all of this kind of like, okay, what do, and I guess like, so going even further into my favorite way to explain cancer energy and how this, how we can utilize this and like what it does for us is it shows us our strengths and our weaknesses in so many different ways. Whereas like, if you think cancer is represented by the image of a crab. And so there's mm-hmm. so much symbolism within that. And so first you have the, the hard, hard shell, soft hard inside, soft inside and boundaries. So a can't like a can't, a crab knows, a crab sheds its boundaries so it like if you've ever seen a crab shed its skin it's the craziest thing because it just like has a new body it has a new yeah. body He's like and I'm done. yeah old body is there so it's the most wild thing to see because it's like as humans we just evolve and grow and we don't we aren't we don't see the leftover of mm. what we used to be we just kind of are the new version of ourselves whereas a crab could literally look at at itself in 3d it's not a mirror like it gets to go look at its body just lying on the ocean floor and so that I feel like is something we've been learning this month is like noticing all this old stuff and having an opportunity to to look at it and play with it and be and like that's just what keeps coming up for me too is like all my old patterns I'm like no I let go of that and then two days later it's like did you Mm -hmm. like did you knock knock bitch not well (laughs) Not well, yeah. because you did not truly let go of them. You've been, I've been stuck on your foot. Like, yes, exactly. I'm still clinging on. And so that is a huge part of it. And then another thing too, which is one of my favorite, like, analogies kind of, is so crabs, for the most part, usually live in a coastal region which means they live like onshore and off of it, like in the water and so coastal animals and species basically live in two different environments because the coat when the tide comes in they're mm-hmm. living underwater and when the tide goes out they're living exposed to the air and the sun and so they have to adapt to both which is I think the coolest thing I like yeah I I I had a love for like marine coastal classes like I took a bunch of classes I just had a vision I was like are you a marine biologist now I was like I just saw you diving with the with the dolphins in your wetsuit I was like wait a second Nicole honestly that's a conversation for later but I am getting back into my biology roots and trying to find jobs okay girl I see it I see that for you right and so like I love I love my science background because it gives me this real life examples of spirituality of cancer like I've learned so much about what it physically means to be a crab in real life nature and how much that is related Mm. to all of the lessons that cancer gives us and then you have Capricorn which like Capricorn is represented represented by a goat or a sea goat technically which again is still that like 
seagoat. That's why I was always like, it's specifically seagoat. And I was like, interesting. And then who else? Water bearer. Yes, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a man, but water, water? Like it. (laughs) No, it's, (laughs) it's a man, water. I loved it. Sort of. It's Aquarius is just the, the one who holds the water. Like it brings the water to the community. But what's ironic about that is that they are an air sign although that they work with water that's and also it's really confusing because in danish oh my gosh i have to double check this but i'm pretty sure aquarius is then men which also means jellyfish Ooh, oh my god I which love is funny that. either way it's funny because then okay then literally means water and men means man so it means water man so it's more appropriate for aquarius but water man is also the name of a jellyfish that's so funny <laughs> Wait, oh, I love to cut this out. Etymology. Yes. Like, I mean, I'm obviously like writing, but I'm really wanting to focus on etymology. And it's always just the thing mm-hmm. I love, but I think of it. Yeah. Venman star sign is, yeah, it's the Aquarius, the water bear. So funny. But oh, I, I think of etymology so much more because I've been learning a different language. So, and that's mm-hmm. always where I, I got more interested in the English language and other languages. Mm-hmm. But for me, I feel like I was the I was usually in the position of explaining English and like when I'm correcting or I'm editing and I'm explaining it to Oscar or like other people, I'm like, oh yeah, why is that? That's so funny. And just like then getting to the source of the word, I'm like, oh yeah, that's French. You know, it's or it's like yeah, it's always some other word, of course, that like was taken for English. So it's just it's really funny. Okay, another yes, side. No, track. no, but seriously, this stuff. This is why I also love like astrology. I love. I think I rule my entire life off of sim- like symbolism and signs and like how all of this stuff like connects. And so yeah. just like, yeah. So what I was saying, bringing in Capricorn energy of the, the earth, like Capricorn is very earthy and grounded and structural. And so this new moon specifically in the sign of cancer is was opposing Saturn in the sign of Capricorn. And so Saturn, I always feel like I'm going to like overload people because I, I, I'm like, Saturn is related to Capricorn. And so yeah. I'm like, all right, slow down. Nicole. You know what, you guys, there might, this, you, this might be the one you listen to at 0.5. And this might be the one you go back to. <laughs> and, and some of it, you guys might be fast forwarding. You guys are like two times. We don't need all this, but yeah, geek out, go into it. I know. Geek out, freak exactly. out. Geek out, freak out. Geek out. I love that. That's a shout out to freak out. So now if you are still playing the drinking game, you can drink again. Yep. So, okay. So Saturn in the sign of Capricorn. Saturn is a planet whose home basically is, or Capricorn is ruled by the sign of Saturn. So when Saturn is in the sign of Capricorn, it's kind of like in its home space. And so, right. Because... I'll say this for overarching, each sign has its kind of home planet. Yes, it's ruling planet. And some signs have like a few. Some have like one very strong one and some have kind of a few that they go through. And so like Cancer's is the moon as well. So Cancer is in its home, or the moon is in its home sign of Cancer and Saturn is in its home sign of Capricorn and so we have like Mm -hmm. Saturn and the moon being opposing each other and so in astrology when planets are opposing each other and they're across 
the sky from each other essentially is what that means there is kind of this conflicting not really conflicting but kind of like this like yeah I guess conflicting like I just like see two rams kind of like butting their heads and like fighting back and forth and seeing who's stronger and how can they who can kind of like balance out one another and so push and pull there's this war one could say yes exactly I'm like what is this this visual what's the word for this because people can't (laughs) see fists clenched together what is this yeah (laughs) anybody name it my fist together (laughs) what is it so yeah there's just been this like this back and forth of and how this is how we're seeing this kind of play out this past month too has been we've been especially here in the states we've been learning what that Capricorn authority figures like we've been we've been pulling out and seeing what what we've given to authority what we allow to be our authority and that's that Capricorn especially with Saturn because Saturn is the planet of rules and discipline and again authority so Saturn comes in as kind of like it's the like father figure who's wagging his finger at you and he's like are you doing what you think you should be doing and then Mm -hmm. cancer is kind of that like mother figure who's like they're always trying their best like everything is happening for a reason kind of like that gooey allowing allowing for growth to happen allowing for Mm -hmm. allowing for growth and change to happen with this easeful energy I guess kind of because cancers even cancers have this ability to experience and take on really heavy and deep dark emotions and keep it in this kind of light sense and so it's not mm-hmm. it's like cancer season is usually like emotional and all the feels and all this like stuff that has been hidden for so long it starts to come up and cancers know how to hold space for that without feeling like it you wish it there's like this like without wanting it to change immediately knowing that you can change by Mm -hmm. identifying and acknowledging this stuff but it's not like this yeah the allowing of it like not being like you need to change now it's like okay I see that this is where you are. You're not happy that you're here anymore. It's okay that you're here right now. Trying to change it right now isn't going to do anything because you don't have tools or you don't have, it's not the right Mm. time. And so it's just kind of like, yeah, I feel like this past month has been this unveiling of all the things we've been ignoring, all the things we've just been putting up with and, I think especially here in the States too, we've for so long wanted to believe that darkness and terrible things happened everywhere else but here. Mm-hmm. Like, no, third world countries are mm-hmm. this. And like there that's happening there and this is happening there and America's so great and uh-huh. you know, and so like this past yeah. month has been an unveiling of no, like darkness and terrible things are happening here they are happening here they are happening here let yourself see that let yourself right be exposed to that and don't feel like there's definitely been that like urge to want to change it and be like no like this needs to be different this is awful oh my god and yes absolutely Mm -hmm. it does but cancer is kind of like 
just let it all come up. Let it all come to the surface. Let the tide go out and let it all be exposed and know that you have the tools to adapt to this music, new exposed environment. It doesn't, you don't have to feel hopeless. You don't have to feel like there's never going to be any changes or differences. And it's like, feel like knowing, okay, like when the, when the tide goes out and you're on the coast and all of like the sea anemones are out and they have to like adapt and bring themselves in so they don't dry out. It's like, we're learning what our tools are to adapt to these new situations and know that eventually the tide's going to come back in and we're going to be better off that we took the time to adapt to the exposed environment because then when the tide comes back in again we are going to be able to adapt back to that and be stronger because of it and so I really feel like there's just been like this illumination of our weaknesses becoming our strengths and our strengths knowing that our strengths also have weaknesses and that that doesn't make us yes one or the other like there's this whole and I was I was watching uh, right I catch that my speaker snaps for that (laughs) There, I was watching one of the like discovery shows and it was about Big Sur and it talks about oh. how Big Sur, California, you can't have the beauty of Big Sur without the unpredictability of it, the mm. like intenseness of it. And mm-hmm. like Big Sur has like wildfires. It's one of the only places almost in the entire world where it's untouched coastal a coastal space like there's no what is the word yeah. I'm looking for Commer- it's not commercialized it's not there's no houses they're like almost and right you can't well because you can't because there was like, just an app like wasn't there the full avalanche because that's where Danae was supposed to get married and they couldn't because there was a big not avalanche is something that blocked off the roads and stuff and big so this was like what two three years ago Oh, I didn't even know that happened. Know. But yeah, 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 like that. These are things that, but like that makes it. So I think what I'm trying to say is like, when we look at things like that, when we look at a place like Big Sur, California, which is incredibly beautiful, and it's only that beautiful because of the extremities it has, because of the crazy animals. Like there are mountain lions who live in the woods and also eat marine mammals, which is one of the only places in the world where you have like a terrestrial They're like, we do animal. not discriminate here, sweetie. You gotta yes. get what you get. You exactly. are going to get what you get. Oh my gosh, yeah, exactly. And so I think that that allows me to all of this kind of, and I think this is a good segue into like, what is, how is this information helpful? Like what can we do with this information of learning about astrology and energy and what's going on? And it's like, when we know I think we're moving into a time where we're finally understanding how to hold space for duality, how to know that to be a whole and total person, you have to accept both your strengths and your weaknesses. You have to accept both the beauty. Love them. Yes. Like you have to accept both your beauty and the things that are really scary that happen. It's like not going without one or the other to have beauty you need like ugly to have ugly you need beauty yeah and I think if that's what this is like this is what we're being shown is like there you have to hold space for both of them you can't try and go without you can't just be beautiful and like all the time (laughs) Nicole 
I've asked you that so many times in my life. I was like, can I just be beautiful? Can I just, <laughs> is that just it for me? No, but thank you for that. And I wanted to speak to a few things. I just didn't want to like chop in because I feel like you were on a beautiful roll and I love all of that. And yeah, for anybody who's like, yes, I was all the way there. Or some people might be like, where are we now? Totally. Um, it's all like, we're kind of going to talk about and wrap up. It's like astrology. And I've really found it. Plus, just quick side note and promo, I guess. Please watch Mucho Mucho Amor. <laughs> mucho Mucho Amor. I'm doing the hand movements. You'll know if you saw it. Um, on Netflix about Walter Mercado, which mm -hmm. I got introduced to, not going to lie, of course, because RuPaul's Drag Race reference, drink for that, because why not? One of the I love that our podcast is now a drinking game. It's we just a it. drinking game. Today it is. <laughs> it's going to change every time. Today it's a drinking game. No, but basically she had done this character on, or he had done this character on Snatch Game Drag. Anyway, it's an incredible documentary about Walter Mercado, who is like basically the Puerto Rican Liberace Elvis of astrology. And he actually had, he was the personality between the first ever astrology only broadcast that aired in the world in like this I think it was like 69 that's the first one it's an incredible documentary but I watched it today and I was like all into astrology now end of side note no but I think astrology for me again just really started diving into it in the past two or three years always was interested in horoscopes always was into that jazz but again like I only knew about the sun so I was like yeah I'm a Sagittarius I know I like to travel and I know I'm like pretty outgoing like but other than that, like once I was able to learn more about like the big three, you know, your moon and your rising and also all of the other planets and all of the connections and you get into those reports, if you really want to delve into it, Nicole does incredible reports and reading. So contact her, please. But that's where I was like, when I got my full report, I was like, first of all, you are reading me to filth right now. I remember I was like in an airport, I was like, okay, wow, Nicole, like you really just saw through me and how dare you, but also it's completely right. But whether you subscribe to the whole thing or not, like for me, again, I love the science behind this. I love that doctors in centuries before were like studying, they had to study astrology so that they would only do surgeries and operations during like, not during the moon cycles or whatever, like according mm -hmm. to certain things and, and how the women's, you know, menstrual cycle is very similar and kind of, not to say based on, but like coincides is very similar to the moon cycle. And all of the yes. science behind it, it fascinates me and it interests me and it interests me enough to say, well, okay, like I get to, like we can do having the duality, like I get to, and all of us get to pick and choose how we want to be defined, how we want to define others. Um, we can choose that for the good, mm -hmm. we can choose it for bad, but we all have that choice. So I like to, with astrology, I just feel like I get new vocabulary to define and describe and understand myself first and other people and it's a fun way to be like oh okay like blah blah, blah. oh yeah I'm a cancer moon so you know this, this past days this is why I love staying at home so much I'm like okay like I can subscribe to that yeah that that yeah. checks out some stuff I'm like oh that doesn't seem super like me but I can kind of see that okay and I love what so as I was kind of or as I spoke about like cancer mood I didn't I just realized this and I'm like yeah that's a big reason about why I love being at home, why I love comfort. I'm like in the Huga capital of the world. So it's like, it makes kind of sense in that aspect. But I was just thinking usually around the cancer moon, I'll be super emotional. And I've always just been like kind of a surface level understanding of like cancer emotions, all the feels, all that. 
And so when you were talking about like the whole mother and father and having that Capricorn, which I have a few planets, I think four planets in Capricorn as well. Mm -hmm. So that's a huge, like, that's where my organization, my like boss bitch comes in. I was thinking, I was like, I actually don't know if I was as emotional this past month, but what it was, was feeling those parental figures of cancer and Capricorn, like the Capricorn being like, you need to figure out this and, and for your highest good, we want you to figure out this and, and do this and get clear about what you want. What do you want? What don't you want? Are you ready to let go of that? Are you ready not to, are you keeping, like, it was very, that robust and strong, you know, kind of questions, observations, asking. And then I felt like the cancer moon instead of all of my feels and just crying all the time, which of course I cried, it was much more like me acting as that emotional mother to myself being like, it's okay that you're not clear about this yet, but, but the mask, but how about we give ourselves some space and I bet you you'll be more clear about it tomorrow. Or like, actually, that's a tough question that you have to ponder right now. It's okay to take a walk to have a break. So I feel like I was able to really harness more of that cancer energy this time Mm -hmm. that it didn't feel just like I was in the field. I was in it. So I think that's Mm -hmm. also something to speak about where maybe the past month, a lot of people were feeling like if you talk about, you know, we talk about emotions and feelings, like it's like just a lot of anxiety and depression and crying. And it, it can look like that, of course. But, you know, this is the thing. Be open to figuring out how these energies apply to your specific situation because that's the fun of it for me is being like, yeah, there's, there's, you know, overarching things about a Sagittarius or about a Cancer or about Leo or that. But it's like, how are you a Sagittarius? How, are, how do you contribute to the Sagittarius, you know, de- demographic? How do you, like, what's your version of Cancer? What's your version of Libra or whatever it is? And I feel like we just have to shout out all the signs. We all love you guys. We'll shout out all the signs. Yes. So I love that. Yes. Another thing mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about that you said at the end that you were talking about, you know, this is the time that we're accepting, learning to accept our weaknesses and strengths. This is another thing I went through last month and it just clicked when you said it. I, I felt like I have started and if not, like I've been pretty good at like, I would say accepting my weaknesses, accepting my strengths and fully like Mm -hmm. owning them. Now, bitch, I think what the next step is and what I've felt the push towards, and I feel like a lot of us felt the push towards is like, okay, yeah, that's cute. I'm so glad that you've accepted. Now, boop, 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 you got to love those weaknesses yep. and love those strengths. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, next step. But truly, if you sit down right now and like, everybody take a deep breath and think of that one thing that you're like, okay, yeah, I accept that about myself. But can you honestly be like, I love myself for that, because of that, in, with that, Mm-hmm. And, yes. I, and I think a lot of us, when we ask ourselves deep, we're not truly at that level yet. And that's okay. Yeah. Right. But that is the supreme cancer, mother, homing, I feel like energy that a lot of us are, re- like a lot of shit's being surfaced for us to be like, and you can still love yourself. And you can still love yourself. And it's okay that you might not feel that right now, but this energy is saying it's possible. And a lot of us are being stretched you can disagree with people in your family and still have love for them. You can have completely different ideals from other people and still hold them in grace. You like, you can do that. It's not fucking easy, Mm -hmm. but you can do it. And I think a lot of us are saying like, 
that it's possible, which is cool, but it's also like, damn, okay, well now I know it's possible, but I know I'm not in the position to do that right now. And that's okay. But I love that you made that distinction because I think that's a a very common, I feel like a very common theme. I know for me and others right now is like, we're really being pushed to like elevate and like the next level of whatever growth or healing or investigation research whatever we're doing at this it's like okay there's a new level and you're like damn it I just got to this step Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah love all yeah exactly and I think so I guess that's the other thing like I I've same thing as you kind of I've always been interested in astrology always loved horoscope always felt daily horoscopes like I'd always read before I started to really learn and study astrology daily horoscopes would just be like this fun kind of oracle of being like "Hmm, I wonder if that actually like is that energy present in my life today so that's why sometimes like daily horoscopes don't always ring true to everyone because it's very it's very blanket statement and Mm -hmm. overall theme and it's not very specific to you and your chart and where all your planets are And so like this, as I got into astrology more and more, what I found was the comfort in, like it, it gives me so much comfort knowing that there is always a cycle happening and there's always going to be Mm -hmm. a present, like you're in the present process where you are now, but know that the next, there is something that's coming next and it's going to be different. And it's also going to play off of where you are presently. And so we're like you were saying that next step of loving ourselves for the our strengths and our weaknesses not just accepting moving into leo season with the sun leo season is all about get ready everybody because leo's are knocking at the door they're saying may you remember our seasons coming and it's like i honestly i swore it was leo season two weeks ago because people were talking about leo season i was like i know aren't we (laughs) I was like, I don't have the time. I was like, I literally don't have the energy to look this up, but I swore we were still in cancer. <laughs> okay, it's yes. fine. But no, I was like, I oh, love, no, no. They've just been prepping that. for all of cancer. I feel like that's why I always forget cancer season because Leos are just like, oh, so we're doing we're a pre-party next. for Leo season and then the post-party as well. Because yes. Leos. And I, seriously. I have my, what's my Leo? My Mercury is a Leo. So I appreciate that. That's my planet of luck. So I'm like, I appreciate that. That type of energy. It's like, think big, be big. Shout out to Grace. One of my favorite quotes. But it's, I just love it. I love that so much. So you guys, and this is, that's what I was going to say too, Nicole, is like, we talked about certainty and how so many of like us are getting like, whatever we thought was certain is like, boop, think again. Mm -hmm. The the fun thing, it's like, it's it's the only change is constant or only constant is change either, either way, same, same. But I love that really the only certainty you can't like, you can't even say what the evolution is going to be or the like what the change is going to be or how it's going to affect you. But with astrology, you at least can say, and just like with seasons, you know, in common other cycles, it's like, you can say, we're moving into a new cycle. We're moving into a new, and we say season, you know, like we're moving into a new energy. So Mm -hmm. I think that's what you're saying. Like it's encouraging because it's like, you know what? even if this energy didn't jive with me how I wanted it to, I can still respect it was what I needed and that there's a new energy that I can, that I can kind of hold on to or play with. And that's the mm-hmm. fun thing is it's like it, I feel like with astrology, people are like, oh yeah, like, oh, of course, you know, the vague 
horoscopes, you can be like, oh, you're doing great. And you know, your, your friend's going to call today or something and something. And it's like, you make it happen. Yeah. Totally. That's called being part of the fucking universe and like manifesting and like taking that psychology. It's like, if you read something, you're going to try your best to make it happen. And mm-hmm. especially I, I think all of us need to do more of just like inner child play and like imagine stuff mm-hmm. for us. And I think I get that out by like analyzing horoscopes. Even if I'm saying that doesn't feel true to me, I at least will sit and read a whole horoscope and be like, hmm, yeah, that actually does feel like I could see that in this situation, but I don't see this yet. Interesting though. And then move on. Like, and I think even that, how simple that is, so many people are like, oh, well, it's not all, no, nothing's right about this. Or no, it's not perfect. Or oh, this is everything. This is everything. Of course, this is exactly mm-hmm. what I'm going through. And it's like, no, it's, hey, guys, anything. None of those. Take, <laughs> right. The best, the best, you know, type of, take what you need, leave what you don't with everything. Yes, always. Everything. Always. The board. Take what you need, leave what you don't, and discern. And a lot of people, again, are, aren't as comfortable with discerning because we've been told other things and put our thoughts in other people's hands. And because mm-hmm. it's easier just to say, okay, yeah, you told me that. So I'm just going to take that as fact or truth or whatever. When we actually have to discern and be comfortable saying, I want to take this piece of what you said, but I choose to leave this piece and that's okay. And I still love you. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's, that's where we need to get to. And it can be scary because it feels like, again, we've been told to think, we've been told what to think and thinking for ourselves that's where the self-love comes in. That's where the practice mm-hmm. comes in. That's where just taking the time to actually listen and have these conversations with yourself. Yeah. That, that's where it all comes from. That's where it all leads to. Right? Yeah. Does, any of it, does any of that make sense? I don't know. All of that makes sense. I don't know. That's not a song. I just sang it. So drink. So drink. I'm drinking coffee. It so. gave me a little bit of Hercules inspiration drink again maybe i'll watch that today well again we yes. of course wanted to pretend to keep this short but this is a full conversation but i really loved doing a little bit of like i think we're gonna play with this and you guys listening we're we're really evolving with this podcast and we're the one thing that we can promise you is that we're gonna come as ourselves each conversation Absolutely. and we're gonna be talking about the stuff that feels good me and Nicole, if you know us or if you don't now, like we, especially now, our new foundation is we are committed to going into whatever endeavor we do completely honestly, completely vulnerably, and yeah. in a way that we are hoping can change the landscape of creation and projects and what we would say is work and all of these other aspects. And so we're really trying to put our, you know, like practice here with this podcast so yes we're saying like we don't right now we're like we don't want to be in a structured place we don't want to stick to one topic because our conversations are not one topic and I think we can stretch ourselves to say that we don't have to focus on one thing right now and there's so many other things that are going to want and need our attention um, and voices mm-hmm. too and we want to get more people and guests on here too so yeah totally. that's just a big a big unfolding I wanted to make clear is that mm-hmm yeah, we're coming, we're coming completely inspired and um, completely on our like heart led in this way. And that's our commitment to the yes. medium. So hope Absolutely. you guys do the same. Yes. 
And I think, yeah, just to like wrap that up too, is like, I think for me lately, I've been so ungrounded in so many things. I feel like a lot of us have, like we've just been floating all over the place and feeling for me, aimless and purposeless, which for me is so uncomfortable. Like I mm. thrive when I have a purpose. I thrive when I have aim and the purpose. So I, I, I want to coach you around that. Like purposelessness was that purposelessness. So I'm not yes. definitely going to challenge you this one, right? Like, yeah. Purposelessness. What's, how do you do? Ooh, this is a whole other conversation. This is may have to be bonus, but how do you define purpose? Side note, you guys, one of my favorite coaching strategies. I don't know. This is just a question I often ask. And this is, we talked about this. I think this was before we were recording, but etymology and how interested we are in like the words, but I, as a writer, I'm always just like, we can make words were just things that we agreed on as far as communication. Like we can make our own meanings for words and, yes. and we do. That's the thing is we do make our mm -hmm. own meanings for words. We all have our own unique language truly. And so totally. we get to define certain things. And I think that's where a lot of people have been taking certain words out of their vocabulary, which is a, such a strong practice and adding new words in your vocabulary. Like an easy mm -hmm. one is, you know, I take, take should or could, out of my vocabulary. I try as much as I can. And mm -hmm. you notice how many times you feel like, oh, I should do that. And it's like, why? You don't have, do you have to do that? And if you have to do right. that, what is have to? Because what do you really have mm -hmm. to do except for keep breathing? And you actually don't even have to do that if you don't want to. That's my Scorpio yeah. coming out, kind of dark. But that's the thing is like, you can stretch it. Yes. So anyway, what I do is like, focus on words, focus on words and ask yourself, what does that actually mean to me? I did this with my sister the other day because she was like, oh, I just like, I don't know, like, I just wish I had like a productive day or something like, she was like, oh yeah, productive day. I was like, what does productive mean to you? Mm -hmm. And I, could I've asked myself this too. And I'm like, yeah, why do I, and why do I want to keep striving to have a productive day? Actually, yes. I don't want to have a productive day. I want to have a balanced day or I want to have an aligned day. That mm -hmm. is what I want to start aspiring to is living aligned because that doesn't mean I have to open up my computer at all if I don't want to. Mm -hmm. I can work on a project all day. I could go for a walk for eight hours, but I, if it was aligned, it was aligned and that's what I want to aspire to. So huge rant, but going back, what's purpose to you? And by that definition, how, how far off are you from your day living with purpose or living with purpose? Mm. I love you. And I love that is your little gold because exactly, that's ex exactly it. It's like, okay, so what do, what I was defining purpose as when I was saying that kind of without thinking was really what I was saying was producing, like not feeling like I was producing anything. Mm -hmm. And knowing that, yeah, feeling aimless and purposeless was like easily, this is the thing is 
you guys like easily mm -hmm. you can say like if you put that in a thesaurus you could pick two other words that feel better like aimless and purposeless everybody close your eyes feel into aimless and aimless is it can be triggering for some that's the thing we can all have different things aimless purposelessness this is one lazy mm -hmm. un irresponsible useless Mm -hmm. like feel how does that feel right like not great huh? empty cool. it feels empty empty and like you're and and like you're you have to do something to get out of that cave that you're mm -hmm. in by those feelings versus aimless can easily be changed to reflecting mm -hmm. yeah. being staying mm -hmm. patient purposelessness if you really go into it can be yeah, like practicing. It could be expanding. It could be recalibrating. Yes. Really. Mm -hmm. You know, exactly. lazy, I, that's the trigger word for me is like, I realized how much like being lazy was like the worst thing you could do in your life, like to be a lazy person. And mm -hmm. I still, it's still something, so I just taken out my vocabulary, but I also had to be like, but even if, and this is where, again, Scorpio, I'm like, even if I was the late, everybody, I wouldn't, world's most lazy person laziest person most laziest yes even if i got that could i still love myself mm -hmm. and i was like yeah yes. i would have gotten an award for doing it <laughs> but seriously like that's where you have to go yeah. with it to be like if i was what i fear could i still love myself and mm -hmm. once you get to that point that you say, yeah, then you're like, oh my God, I am not even that person. I'm so far away yes. from that. But mm -hmm. it's, it's good to kind of walk yourself to the cliff a little bit in that way and yes. be like, I'm good. I'm so totally. far away from this cliff. I'm so far away. And I understand that it seemed closer, but like, I'm, I'm nowhere near this. I'm okay. Yes, exactly. And I think that that's, that's what astrology helps me do is so even I noted this month, I felt aimless and I felt purposeless and at times were unaware that that's how I was feeling. And so now I was like, mm -hmm. oh, that is how I was feeling. I was feeling empty. Like I was just feeling empty this month and it was because of so many different reasons. And so, and I totally get like choosing, choosing the word aimless and choosing the word purpose, purposeless puts me in a specific box of what does that mean and then I was like well even if I was feeling aimless or I was feeling purposeless that was exactly what I was supposed to be feeling this month like I was supposed to, to be feel it experiencing this moment and it didn't I didn't like I, I my purpose was to feel purposeless like there was a yeah, purpose so behind the way I was feeling. That's, so I was, that's why it's I contradictory. Was like you were never purposelessness. <laughs> Specifically yeah, with purpose, yeah. that's why I really hounded down. I said, oh no, not you, Nicole. I'm going to hound down on you right now. I love um, that. But that's, yes. That's the beautiful thing. And, oh, damn it, something. Oh, I got it. I'm back. So what I like to think, this, I would just say, this is a funny thing I've played with. And also just, again, this is my interest. And this is how... Find the stuff you're interested in and, and take that angle to self-improvement, self-growth, whatever it is. There's so many ways. It's such a big animal if you think about it. Like there's so many ways to go about these topics. But one of the things I think about is like, oh, like I, I, I say that I'm like the researcher of life. And part of my role, I know here from astrology, from human design, from Myers-Briggs, from 
Hogan person, like from all of these tests that I've taken as an astrologer, like as, sorry, I wish, as a psychology student, like that's mm-hmm. where I got into like taking these tests and learning more about it. And so I made my thing of like, when I go through these really, and I use laughter and humor, when I go through these really like ridiculous times or really hard fucking times where I'm like, I don't even know what that emotion is. When I can finally find a word for that emotion, I'm like, oh, perfect. I'll add it to my book. I'll add that emotion to my book because as a person on, like I, I'm like, as a human on this earth, I want to be able to know every single emotion I can feel from this beautiful machine that is my body. So bring it on world. I know you are going Mm -hmm. to give me ample amount of opportunities to feel any emotions and I can't wait to label them and know them. And so that's something like a game, try it if you'd like, but like when you feel purposelessness, you're like, Ooh, damn purposeless writing it down in my book. I know how to, I know how that feels like, you know, that's yes. how you're like, I, you mm-hmm. know, I know how that feels. And it, it provide it, it's a way that you can look at emotion. This is going to be another topic. Maybe it'll be next week. We're actually thinking of, so that'll be fun, something fun. But when you can look at your emotions, when you can look at your traits, like with astrology that comes from it, when you can look at the energies that are happening, when you can look at these things first, take what resonates with you, leave what doesn't. But when you can also look at them as tools to understand more of your life and your position and purpose within it, it truly becomes, you can become less attached to feeling sad one day, feeling aimless. You're like, okay, I feel that. How can I, okay, how can I feel a little bit better? How can I, if I don't like feeling it, how can I change this emotion? How can I listen to the aimlessness? How can I change this emotion? You read your horoscope and you're like, okay, this is all something I'm, we're going to Leo season as every Leo's letting me know. Okay, Leo season is about being bright, being up there, taking the stage, a fire sign, do it. You're like, how can I play with this and practice mm-hmm. this and love myself while practicing this? How, like, this is all, this is all what, it's about, I feel like for me at least, is with astrology, which I love, but like, again, with all of these personality tests with human design, which, oh my gosh, delved into and so many other Mm -hmm. studies and sciences of really just our human experience. It's just so fun to practice them and to play around with them. And when you, again, like we said, when you make life more of like a practice, which I really feel like we were being gently pushed into, with all of these changes, like we just got to start practicing stuff. We might not know. We might, this is our first time that the tide has come out and we might have to acclimate, acclimate to the sand for the first time. So yeah, it's going to feel fucking weird, but you know what? Mm-hmm. We're going to evolve. We're going to do it. We're going to figure it out somehow. We might have to practice a few ways, but we will figure it out. So I, I love that. And we've of course gone so much longer than always expected. Cause that's what we do, but we, did want to end with, and we're going to be posting a few more on the description. You can find it in the description of the podcast, but just want to shout out to some incredible astrologers that both of us follow, have genuine like interest for. We already mentioned Shani Nichols. I believe you mentioned, also we wanted to, because we've been diversifying our feeds, we wanted to definitely highlight our beautiful queens and kings of color. So we have Tatiana Tarot. Yes incredible she also does like tapping she she has really great like tapping tutorials if you guys are new tapping and like how to release energies and she's incredible best eyeliner in town the overflow the overflow um flo 
I forget her name. I'm so sorry, but she's incredible, has such beautiful daily. She'll also do like tarot readings, but just, I think it's a really great, she has a really great uh, foundational balance. So if you're new to astrology or if you're just like, you want a little something for the day, but don't need to go all the way in, the overflow I feel like is incredible. Who do you have, Nicole? I love the hood witch, Brie Luna. She is always mm. bringing in astrology and she is a brujera and is like very into her witchcraft and mm-hmm. she's just fabulous. There's also, who else? Sorry, who else I just to say it reminded me of why Mucho Mucho Amor is so good. It's because one of the girls in it, one of the talking heads, her signature, it's, I forget her name. I forget everybody's name today, but it was like her name and just under witch. Like as her profession, I said, yeah, yeah. The fact that she's Absolutely. like in the documentary astrologer and she's like witch, and I was like, yes, nothing, mm-hmm. nothing like no, no dilate, not like writer and wit. No, it was yep. like witch done. Right. I said yes, mm-hmm. I'm in for this documentary. She came on soon. I said I'm here, we're here. I'm in. Yes, you got Absolutely. my attention. Absolutely, exactly. Uh, yeah, who that actually just reminded me of was Deadly Nightshade. I believe is his Instagram <gasps> Ooh, handle. Good name. Yeah, yeah. he is also. A witch. He is, yeah, I'll, I'll look up. I'm like, I want to look right now. He's just incredible. Very, his name, Michael Cardina. Yeah, Old Ways is his actual thing. I don't know. He he has two different Instagrams. He's incredible. He's friends with Brie Luna, the hood witch. He's incredible. Mm-hmm. He's a, a witch in San Diego who's always doing services that I'm just like, oh my God, that's incredible. Then also House of Hoodoo. Yes, Jessica. She's incredible. A she's a high priestess and she's located in New Orleans. Who so she's a beautiful like apothecary and yeah. and uh, your boy Chris, shop. who does the sign oh, language yes. reading, Chris oh. Christini. He is just incredible. He is a ASL translator. And so he is he himself, I don't believe actually speaks well he does speak ASL but yeah he's a translator so he does he'll do tarot readings and he'll sign and he's just oh he's always spot the fuck on and I'm just like oh my god talk about like it's so easy to be read for filth when it's an astrology report specifically to you but when then when you have a tarot reading that is for a sign and it's supposed to be like this big blanket statement and he's you're sitting there watching it and you're like oh my god he's tapping into my energy and telling me exactly what I'm going through right now and it's wild yeah and he just does it with so much fun and flair and so much flair I just I was he's just oh my god he's just truly he has fabulous flair with it which I'm like yes again you've got my attention it's like put a yes thank you put a lower third that you're a witch and do have fabulous flair and it. it's fine it's easy I'm I'm a kid get my attention. Yes. Love that. So we're going to, we're going to include all of those and please go and again, check and see and follow. If you resonate with any of these incredible astrologers, let us know if this is a topic you want to hear a little bit more about, have Nicole go and geek out on about it. Um, And we did want to end with something, a practice. And we actually did this on our first live. I believe. And there were still some people that were, it was hard to do. And, and that's part of the practice. That's um, a beautiful part of recognizing. But this is something, again, yeah. I totally borrowed from Girl Trek. It was a beautiful practice that they 
were talking about with one of the incredible Black women that we celebrated and learned about during their 21-day Black History Boot Camp, which I still recommend, can't recommend enough. Mm-hmm. And so me and Nicole have been adopting this every time we talk. We either start or end with this, and we want to encourage you to do the same. And that is we answer the question, what are we the best at? Yeah. And I love how right, as I said that, my earpods were like, so this is going to be time to wrap it up. (laughs) Time to wrap it up. So we're going to go and do our own, but I really would love and encourage everybody to take a moment, even if it's one minute to think of at least one thing, but if you can stretch to five minutes, you can stretch it to an hour in the bathtub and make the longest laundry list of what you can say firmly and proudly that you are the best at without going into comparison, Mm -hmm. going into basically advocating for your own, not being the best at something, trying Mm -hmm. to think of excuses, arguing for your limitations at certain things, like just honestly say something, stick to it, believe it and love it. So that is your challenge and kind of hats off invitation after this podcast. But yeah, Nicole, and feel free to share. First. Yeah, of course I am. But and yes, please share yours. To share it. Yeah, like if you want to share in your stories or on your Instagram, tag us. I would love to hear. Or even just send I a message to our Instagram. If you don't, yeah, yeah if you don't want to put it out there publicly, yeah, absolutely. Just do whatever you're feeling called to. But please definitely share with us. Hmm. Okay. I'll edit out all the silence. I am the best at giving myself grace while making mistakes. And I'm like, I feel like I might have said that the last time, and I don't even care. I am the best at giving myself grace while I make mistakes and allow myself to be wrong while learning how to be right for myself. Mm. Okay. I am the best at using my reflections and research of my own emotions to relate and comfort others in, in communication and conversation. Yes. That's I'm pretty damn good at that. I'm the best at it. I said, you're the you best heard it here it. first. You heard it here first. You are the best. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that. And it, and sit with yourself when you guys, I, you want to squirm, mm-hmm. trust us. Yeah. You want to squirm. Like, no, like, no, but maybe like, not. And your brain's like, like okay, I did what it. About this? What about this? How dare you? How dare you say you're the best at that? And it's who the fuck cares? We yes. agree. You agree. That's all that matters. So say yes. it firmly. Please again, share what you are the best at. Let us know. All of our information is going to be in the episode notes, but we'd love to hear from you. Love to hear how you enjoyed this uh, episode. And also we will be back next week. We are going to be back doing live. We're going to go live on the, for doing the podcast live and recording there. And we think we're going to be talking about giving space, giving love, grace, and space to all emotions and how we can do that. And it's, I think that's a beautiful topic that is definitely going to 
bring in a lot of different reflections and emotions and experiences. So we would love to have you there on the call to share in that with us and contribute and hold the space and be held. So all the information will be posted on our social media. It'll also be on our webpage so you can find the Zoom links and, and all of that fun stuff and let us know if you have any trouble finding stuff. But yeah, you guys will get it. So that'll be next Wednesday. Yay! I love this. Oh, this is so good. And I hope I hope that if you're new to astrology, you are like, oh, maybe this is something I want to dive into more. And if you are coming back to astrology and just like energy and talking, like maybe you're used to astrology and you can now dive into human design, like Candace is mentioning, or I've actually never done my Myers-Briggs Briggs test. So I don't even know what I am. So that's something I think I'm going to look into. I've done it like seven different times and I've changed each, almost each time. Like I, 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 I circulate between like three kind of archetypes, but yeah, it's changed throughout the years, which is always fun too. So yeah, we'll, we'll put some of those resources if you guys want to play with some of those tests and let us know which ones are your favorite, but yay. Thank yes. you all so much for joining us for another episode of For Your Conscious Consideration. Oh, yes. we love you all so much. We love you so much. I sounded real. I sound real Texan. We love y'all so much. We love y'all. I, I took it all from Texas. You can't. Uh, I'm never giving it back. But we do. Thank you all again for the support. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for just having your energy here, whether it's been live or just listening back. And we can't wait to chat with you again soon. And hopefully we'll see a lot of you guys or hear and see a lot of you guys next Wednesday on the live recording. Yes. Beautiful. That's, I have nothing else to add. I love you all. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Another song. Goodbye. Final drink. Love you.